This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday, May 18th. It's 5.30. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, as always, for checking in. We love to see who's listening this early in the morning. Shoot us a text or tweet us at Mercedes in the AM and 702 364 9400. Tell us why you're up so early. What are you doing? Are you going to work? Are you coming home from work? Are you just hanging out? We want to know. Um, so, yeah, check in every morning for the pre show. I was so looking forward to coming in this morning. I was like, today's the day. This is going to be great. Let's do this. Because they said that they would have the air conditioning fixed by the latest Wednesday. And it's Thursday, and it doesn't feel like any air conditioning is fixed. There is no AC still in the studio. <laughs> I, it's really frustrating, and I'm sure there are things going on. I'm hoping that no one's like purposely not doing it. I don't think anyone would do that. But at the same time, it's so uncomfortable during the show. It's just it's so distracting, and we had mentioned doing the show from home. I seriously think I'm going to do the show from home tomorrow, you guys. This is like unbearable at, at times. I'm I'm so frustrated. Well, we, yeah, we're in studios. There's no windows we can open. Also, we have all this equipment. There's uh, computer screens. We have any computer screens you have in front of you? Five computer screens. We have boards and everything that are generating heat to make it even hotter inside here. And this is, we're going on three weeks now. Come Friday, it'll be three weeks without AC in the building, and they had to get a part. And we found out we were waiting for our corporate office to approve this part, and they, they approved it this week uh, on Monday, I think Monday afternoon. So we thought it'd be up and running uh, by now, but no, it's it's not up and running. And and it's funny because when I pull into the radio station and I park, I can see inside the studio because the lights are on. And if our studio door is normally closed, and every time I pull up, it's open. So I pulled up this morning, saw the studio door open. I'm like, nope, AC's not working. Still not fixed. I was like, I really was thinking this morning. And like, yay, finally, cool. We got some cool air coming in here. And same thing. I'm like, nope. So just so you guys know, I'm. Uh, this is my advance warning. I am probably going to do the show from home tomorrow. So I know there's extra steps we have to take. I'm just so tired of this. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I'm cool in doing that. Uh, if we all broadcast from home as well, just yeah, just maybe do a run through or just I need to get a, the, my computer system b- back. And But it's easy to do. I think you're also easy to set up too to work from home as well. Mercedes. Yeah, all I have to do is plug my uh, microphone into my laptop and hit a link. And then that that's all I have to do. I know you have to do a little bit more um, to run things but yeah 
it's it's happening. This is just this is getting to be a little r- ridiculous. Steph, have you heard anything about the AC being getting fixed? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and she Nothing. sits. Mercedes, by the way, I don't know if you've seen Steph this morning. I've seen her for the first time here. She's sitting in her in her, in her air conditioned studio. She's got a sweatshirt on. She oh. looks all she looks all comfortable in there. No, but it really makes me upset because I've been fighting for you guys to get air conditioning. Like, what's going on? This and that. And I haven't heard any answers. So it frustrates me just as much as it frustrates you guys. But. I don't sit in the heat, so yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. No, I and, and we know you've been kind of on them, but um, you can let them know we're not going to be here tomorrow. So <laughs> And then we, there is, I, we were trying to figure out, there's another studio behind Mercedes that has AC. I just can't figure out how to pull it up on on the board here, because we thought about it. If, if that's the case, at least have you go in that back studio to have some AC going on, but I can't figure out how to pull up that studio into this studio. I thought I had it figured out. But it pulls up a studio for, uh, down the hallway, not not the one next to you. I could just go to that one down the hallway. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be easier than broadcasting from home because I don't know if the same setup. Like, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I have to make sure that is still the same when you guys broadcast from home during the pandemic. So I still have to do that behind. It's just like just fix the AC so we don't have to go through all this. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's I it. I I'm tired of complaining. They're they're starting to hate me because I'm complaining, and I try to do it in a nice way. Like, hey, any word? on this and now we're waiting on this and then uh it'll be done by the latest this day and anyway we're just complaining we nobody cares about this i was just looking forward to the ac this morning no, I, I think I, in my mind it's justified and yes there's there's a, so many other big problems in the world and we have bigger problems ourselves that we're dealing yeah. with but it's just it's just one little thing when you do come to work and it's been out for three it's not in my mind i keep thinking it went out last week we're going on three weeks now so it's, that, that's a long time to have it works everywhere else in the building everywhere else melody's uh just texted us she said are you all able to fit in Steph's studio <laughs> we would have to share the same microphone <laughs> <laughs> we could fit we, we could, could make it yeah. work <laughs> too bad we just uh, don't have the microphone yeah. could you imagine if we have to keep passing the microphone over <laughs> to each other how are you guys this morning and behind Fine, the scenes, how are you? I'm picking up phones, caller one, try back, caller two, try back. That's actually a very funny idea. I, I wish that would work, Melody. It's a great idea. But yeah, we need more microphones for that. Well, we'll get it done regardless. So if the show sounds a little weird tomorrow, and it, it won't sound that weird because it sounded pretty normal But um, when we did it during the pandemic. But I want to say there's like a half second delay. In, in us talking, wasn't there? I think so. There was a little bit of a delay, and then also with the phones too. No, we were able to get phone calls on. We 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 figured that out. Yeah, there's just some steps that go into. It. We'll get it done. Yeah, we'll get it done, and we will be here hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> so, thank you guys for joining us. Let's get the show started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Closer" by Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> You want to hear In the Club by 50 Cent? Or do you want to hear Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne? Those are your choices. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. 
Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. We have the latest on that Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, New York City car chase. Details coming up in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Into Club by 50 Cent is a pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. This was the big story that broke on Wednesday. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were followed by the paparazzi in New York City in what their reps called a relentless pursuit that people are comparing to the chase that led to Princess Diana's death. It went down Tuesday night. Meghan received an award at a ceremony in New York. Meghan, Harry, and her mom left the ceremony at 10 o'clock. They got into an SUV and drove off with a police escort. The paparazzi followed, and that's when things got dangerous. This pursuit lasted over two hours, uh, resulted in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and two New York City police officers. So we're we're learning a little bit more. Um, Some people are saying that the paparazzi, they were triggered because Harry and Meghan, they didn't show up and walk the red carpet. They snuck into the venue through like a back entrance. So when they left, paparazzis were trying to get photos and they were covering themselves up and they couldn't get those photos. So that's why they trailed them. This chase that went for two hours, they ended up pulling up to a police precinct. So Harry and Meghan went to the police station, thought things were safe. They get into a taxi cab to go back to the hotel. The cabbie starts driving and the paparazzi start following again. So this taxi cab driver has to circle back to the, the police station, drop them off where they eventually left at some point at, 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 at night to go back to their hotel. I heard a, mostly like uh, comments from people yesterday saying, oh, they just want the attention. Da, 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 da. And I, I, I understand that, you know, you may not particularly like them, but I actually felt bad for them for what they were going through. And people were saying it's a publicity stunt and this and that. And maybe I'm just naive, but I, I genuinely felt bad for them yesterday. Yeah, I don't think they're you know, setting like, hey, how can we get attention in the press? Let's have this two hour police chase. By the way, the, the timeline does add up to everything. It adds up. They left to 10. They got to the police station at midnight there's a taxi cab driver said yeah they called me to take him back to the hotel once they thought it was calm they got in the car he says that harry was very nice he just asked him his name uh they drive around the block realize they're still getting tailed they go back to the police station the fare was 17 dollars. harry gave him 50 bucks they went inside the police station eventually were able felt safe enough to get back to the hotel but the whole thing's just nuts it's yeah it's and they're under no obligation to go on a red carpet if they don't want to they can go the back way it's okay that shouldn't trigger the paparazzi it doesn't mean you can Go follow them around. Yes. What do I know? I, seriously, I'm right there with you. I, I stand with your thoughts on the whole thing. It's <laughs> Thank <just> you. Nuts. <laughs> so last night was the season finale of The Masked Singer. If you don't want to know who was the winner, turn down your radio for a second here. But it was Medusa. Medusa was the winner. Here is audio of Medusa performing last night on The Masked Singer. You've done well this season, Mercedes, just guessing on who the person is just based on hearing them sing. Uh, any any guesses as to who won the Masked Singer last night? The, uh, hmm, that voice sounds familiar. Oh, who is that? I've never heard of the person. Really? Yeah, they okay, are, they are a singer, but I've never heard of them. They are a singer. Yeah. Um, do you know what decade they were big? Yeah, they had a hit song back in 2018. 2018? British singer. 
2018 British singer. By the way, spoiler alert, because I know some people get really upset when we talk about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, we give them warning too. Um, mm, I, gosh, I don't know. It's it sounds like a familiar voice. Oh no, no, not her. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Her name is Bishop Briggs. Oh, I've heard of her. I, I'm not super familiar. I think she performed at um, Life is Beautiful one year. Oh, did she? Yeah, I she, think so. Her hit song back in 2018 was called uh, The River. Or River. Oh, this is... It's, I know this song. This is like a huge TikTok song. Oh, is it? Like a river. <laughs> you just had to tell me uh, <laughs> tell me TikTok, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I know that. Uh, second place was McCall. Uh, here is McCall performing last night. Singer. Any guesses on who McCall was? I feel like I've heard that voice on our station before. Yes. Do we, do we, yes? Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Ten plus years ago? Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> that could be anyone. I think we may have done an event with this person. We did do an event with this person at a school. At a school? Um... Oh, Andy Grammer? <laughs> uh, it was David Archuleta. Oh, yes. We just played a song by him the other day. It was uh, one of the choices for the pre-show you pick him, I believe. Crush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Didn't we do an event? I, I, so he came in second place on American Idol. David Cook won American Idol that season. But didn't we do at some high school in town? They won. David Archuleta showed up and performed a couple songs. I actually think it was David Cook. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you were close. It was a David. Same, same season of Idol. Yeah. Uh, Archuleta came in second place. David Cook came in first place. So there you go. That's a recap of last night's Mass Singer. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 18.42. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It's Thursday, May 18th. Thank you guys for joining us. School is almost out. Last day for Clark County is a uh, half day, I believe, on Monday. Uh, so everyone's getting summer fever here, getting ready for uh, a lot of travel. I was just uh, watching that. This is going to be one of the biggest travel seasons ever. Um, and you know how we were losing our minds last hour or, or for the past three weeks about having no air conditioning? Yes. That's minimal compared to the way people are losing their minds on TikTok. This is hilarious. People are so upset because I guess they changed the font on TikTok and they're not happy. Like people are TikTok after TikTok so upset about a font on an app. And so I just looked at it and it is different. It's a different font. I can't, I don't know how I would describe it. It looks if it, uh, oh, you can hear my TikTok. It's open. It looks, oh, know, yeah. it looks very like skinny. It, it's it's a skinnier font than I remember before, but it's, I I don't know. I, I'm a big font fan, but I wouldn't get that upset about something like that. Can you not change? Because I noticed the post, I posted it last night on TikTok, and it, the font compared to my other posts looks to be the same. Can you cannot control your font on TikTok? Um, no, I don't believe you can. It, it looks the same? Yeah, it looks the same to me. It looks the same that, uh, yeah, the lettering looks exactly the same as my other posts. Unless they went back and changed the font on all my old posts, which I don't think they do. You mean, no, no, no. Okay, so are you talking about the font? like that you put on yourself yeah like on your 
screen or something? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Okay, I'm okay. talking about at the bottom when it like describes the video, like your oh, username got it. and yeah, all uh-huh, that. Yeah. That's the font that oh. people are flipping Oh, yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah, it's totally changed. And people are upset over that whole yeah, thing? Yeah, like I, I've seen three TikToks this morning alone about it, and I saw a couple earlier this week, and I didn't understand what they were talking about first. They were like, the font, the font, and I'm like, oh, it is different. It has changed. Not a huge difference, but enough to notice so i i mean when i type something i have my font that i use and i think everyone has a favorite font that it it's yours if you type in a different one it throws you off and mine is not very common but my favorite is century gothic that is the one that i feel best emulates my personality that just kind of is me i know a lot of people love you know ariel and some people still use Times New Roman. I know a lot of papers are due in, in Times New Roman. But do you have, what do you think is the best font out there? I'm just now looking at the name of your font because we share our ideas every night. Mercedes sends me her stuff. I send her my stuff. And I'm now looking, yeah, I see Century. When I open up your file, it says Century Gothic. And I do, that to me, that is your font. When yeah. I see that, that document could be in front of me. It could be just generic typing. And I'll know it is from you because that's your, your signature font. My go-to is, and I don't know how I stumbled upon it or started using it, is Helvetica. Oh yeah, that used to be my font like two fonts ago. I, I, I that that's a solid font. I like Helvetica. Is that a default font? No, it's not a default no, font. No, it's I, not. Yeah, it's just like for some reason I went to Helvetica once. So every time I do a document, I just change it to Helvetica. Oh, you know you can set it up so you don't have to change it every time. It'll oh, really? just stay on Helvetica. You make that your default font, so you don't have to. I mean, just one less step that you you can do um, when you open up a document. Yeah, because my normal setting is uh, Calibri. Is that what I'm saying? Calibri. Calibri. Is yeah. my default font. I'm a font expert. I know. Really like are. as you're talking about them, I'm like, I know that one. Okay, Calibri, I know what that one looks like. Does it does anyone else have like a favorite font that they use? It's your signature. Brian just texted us. He said, I use Georgia a lot. Okay, now I now I'm gonna get really curious because I think your font says a lot about Ooh. your personality. Let's find Georgia here. That's nice. Ooh, that is nice. Oh, I'm just kind of typing random. Uh, that's very nice. I need to make my uh, the size of the font a little bigger because it looks too small for my liking. But um, at twelve, but I think that's a very nice font, Brian. Kudos to you for finding that one. How did you find yeah, that? Yeah, how do you find that? There are so <laughs> many, like Ion old style. There are so many different fonts that you just scroll down. You see, there's I mean hundreds of different fonts to choose from. How do you how do you make that transition and that, I don't know. To me, this is kind of a big move. If you've been Helvetica, if you've been whatever, and you decide to make a transition to a new font, how do you decide and how do you decide which font you're going to go to? Yeah, it, I think it really does have to fit your personality. It's it's a, it's a thing. I believe it. Let's talk to Gabriella. Gabriella, we're, we're talking fonts at 6 o'clock in the morning. How are you, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I was driving, and I'm like, there's no way she's going to say Century Gothic. That's your font, too? That is my two. Oh, font <laughs> sisters. I love it. That is the best font out there. <laughs> I have it on my I have it on my email. I have it on my Word. I have it on my Excel. Everything is Century Gothic. Oh, same, 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 same. We should start emailing each other. And uh, I mean, we're just way too similar. <laughs> Thank you for calling. You just made my day with that. I love I love meeting a Century Gothic sister. You've got a little club going on there. We have a lot coming up on the show today, including those tickets to go see uh, the Las Vegas Aces. The ladies, their season starts this weekend. Uh, they're on the road, but they'll be their first home games are Memorial Day weekend. And we've got your tickets. 
tickets to uh, their home home weekend. Also, 840, Zach Whitecloud is going to be on the show. Vegas Golden Knights, Dallas Stars tomorrow night. Zach is going to be on with us at 840. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I cannot wait to talk to him. Just so much to catch up on. And uh, third round of the playoffs. This is so exciting. And then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Johnny Depp talks life after his defamation trial. What you need to log, why you need to log in to that old Gmail account. And Kit Kat's new flavor is set to be a big hit. That's all coming up next in what's trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Johnny Depp is trending this morning. The actor made an appearance at the Cannes Film Festival in France yesterday, and he opened up about life after his defamation trial against his ex-wife, Amber Heard. A lot of people boycotted his future project at, uh, at the conclusion of the trial in an effort to stand against domestic abuse, but he said in an interview, you know, how did the boycott affect him? He said, did I feel a boycott by Hollywood? Well, you'd have to not have a pulse to feel at that point. None of this is happening is just a weird joke or I have been asleep for 35 years. Of course, when you're asked to resign from a film you're doing because of something that is merely a bunch of kind of vowels and consonants floating in the air, you feel a boycott. I don't know what language that was, but I think he said yes. He did feel that. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Translation, please, from I Johnny know, Depp translation. I, very confusing. Um, he said that he didn't have that feeling anymore, though, now. Now that uh, things have ended, he says that he he doesn't feel boycotted by Hollywood because he doesn't think about Hollywood, and he doesn't have much further need for Hollywood himself. Also, a lot of people are talking for some reason, about his teeth. Apparently, he had really bad, almost rotted-looking teeth at the Cannes Film Festival. I looked at a picture. I wouldn't say rotted. I'd just say in much need of a cleaning. Uh, um, oh. Yeah, but uh, that's I, that's what people got out of that. Look at his teeth. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Fans, fans repulsed by Johnny Depp's brown, <laughs> rotting teeth. Uh, according to page six. I mean, I do think after that trial, things have turned around for him. He just signed a huge contract with Dior for his cologne. It was like this, one of the biggest uh, male contracts in the history of having your own cologne. Yeah, uh, maybe if maybe there's a, a toothpaste brand or something that wants to get it endorsed with before oh, or after type yeah. thing. Yeah, look at his teeth. Yeah, I just think he needs a good cleaning, yeah. a good brushing. I wouldn't say rotted by any mean, but who, who am I to say? It's a, like the Jack Sparrow look. Yeah, the Pirates of the maybe Caribbean. he was filming yeah, something. Uh-huh. Who knows? He's in character. So that is trending this morning. Google is also trending this morning. That old Gmail account that you haven't used in years. Yeah, you may want to log into it. Google announced this week that they will start deleting accounts that are older than two years and have not been logged into. They say that neglected accounts are more likely to use old or repeated passwords and less likely to have two-step authentication enabled, and that helps them do security checks on the account. That makes them very vulnerable, and so this action is to protect users who could become the victim of identity theft, harassment, malicious content. So it would delete data from across Gmail, Google Drive and Docs, Google Photos, Google Calendar and YouTube. So if you've got an old one, it's time to log into it. You don't want to you don't want to lose everything if it's on there. You don't have to give it out. But did you did you get a solid Gmail account when that started becoming very popular that you're you're very proud of and, and has your name and everything? Or are you still using because like my Yahoo account is Radio G. 
JC. I don't have like a solid J Fernandez at, at Gmail. That one was taken. I don't have a solid Gmail account. Uh, yeah, I have two really solid ones, which I'm I'm happy that I got. I got in early, and then I even opened them for both of my kids, so Smart. they have their their names in there in not a weird way, you know. <laughs> but but um, it's funny because I opened my daughter's um, both Cox accounts um, because we have the Cox internet service, and uh, they didn't like the emails I, I selected for them. <laughs> they, really? were, they were like, I don't like this one. And so I just I, I was like, man, you try to do something nice and look what you get. Seriously, that's great advice for new parents. If you had a baby, maybe it's the last thing you're thinking of. But yeah, get your kid that, your, that Gmail account, also Instagram handles, get all that stuff so they have it when they get older. Yeah, my daughter changed the Instagram handle. I, I was like, oh, Ungrateful. I worked so hard to get that for you. So um, finally this morning, Kit Kat is trending. They're bringing the taste of the most popular food stuff when you're visiting an amusement park or a fair. The churro cart. Kit Kat churro is coming. And they say it offers up the crunch of a Kit Kat bar with a buttery churro flavored cream and sugar mix. That sounds good. Anything churro-related, I'm in. They are currently showing up on shelves nationwide just in time for National Churro Day, which is on June 6th, and that is what's trending. Someone on this show accidentally snitched someone out. Not it. Not it. Oh. <laughs> Who does that leave? <laughs> you were fast enough, Steph. Darn it. Steph, and she's so cute because she actually is really good at keeping secrets. But in this case... You accidentally snitched on someone, right? I did. It was an accident because I thought that this person knew, but it was my bad for assuming. So going back a couple days ago, we have a little, like a birthday get together for one of our friends at the park. And what we do is every day at the same time, we get all all of our dogs and we meet at the park at the same time. And we actually were out of the park. We were at a friend's house and it was nice kind of just seeing everyone outside of the park with their dogs Um, and usually I'll kind of be vague about this a husband and a wife were there usually the husband goes to the park with the dog but not the wife so the wife is a little bit kind of newer to the situation although we love her and we 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 always um, say hi to each other it's just the fact that she didn't know about this one story at the park and I felt so bad. So let's say their dog's name is um, Luna. So I'm like, oh my gosh, how's Luna doing? You know, how is she doing after that fight that she got into? The husband was like, <gasps> and his face kind of turned white. And the wife goes, what fight? Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you knew. And she goes, no, is is Luna okay? Was everything okay? So the, the husband's trying to backtrack. Like, yes, Luna got into a little fight with another dog named Max. And Luna and Max got into it for a little bit. But no one was hurt. It was just a little bit of an alpha thing. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I went up to them afterwards because it was kind of awkward after. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry if I ratted you out. He goes, you owe me. But he was kind of joking a little bit. But I think that uh, there was a little bit of awkwardness there because I totally, totally snitched him out. Now now he's going to go home and have to explain to her why he didn't tell her. And she's going to be like, I can't believe I had to hear it from Steph. (laughs) That was what I was worried about. So when I saw him yesterday, I was like, hey, I know everything at the party was good, but was everything at home okay? He goes, luckily, she was okay. And I didn't know one of the reasons why she doesn't go to the park is because she 
she's afraid of the dog fights. Oh. So that made my guilt even worse. So I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm so sorry. Moving on. I won't say anything about dog fights. Have you ever accidentally like done something? I feel like you have before, JC. I feel like you told us that you ruined some surprise or something. Oh, I'm sure I have at some point. I think there was a recent surprise that I may have ruined. What was that? But Steph triggered this thing. I'm sorry I told it on the air now, but at Christmas time, when we went home just this past Christmas, we're at, at Laura's aunt and uncle's house. We're staying by Walton Les, and it's like the, our second to last night there. And uh, we've got Jax and Zoe upstairs in the guest bedroom on the bed. And Laura's aunt goes upstairs during dinner to check on the dogs. And I hear her from the top of the stairs, Laura, Laura, can you come here for a second? This is during dinner. So Laura gets up and goes upstairs. The rest of us are having a conversation. She comes back back downstairs. They're, they're shuffling. They're doing something. Obviously, something happened upstairs. I see Laura go downstairs to the basement with the sheets. Jax, for whatever reason, peed on the bed. Ooh. And I think maybe it was smelling the other dog because Walt and Les have a dog. So they got the sheets. They got everything off in time, and they washed it. And I thought everyone in the house knew what was going on because they tried to try to hide it. But you could see there was the washing machine was going on. There was just this stuff was happening. So the next morning, we're leaving, and Walt and Les are like, yeah, thanks for being here. And I cracked the joke saying, yeah, hopefully next time Jax won't pee on the bed. And Walt had no idea. Goes, What? Jax won't do what? And Les is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no, uh, I got to go. I literally said, got to go. And we, and we got in the car and we left and Les told him. And he was fine with everything. But he had, I think she was going to keep it a secret from Walt that, hey, Laura and JC's dog peed on our bed. You know, she said, I just wanted to say face. It was actually JC that peed in the bed. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, much better. Well, we know he has this sometimes. He drinks a lot of water at night. Yeah, New house. it happens. It happens. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever done that? Been in that situation? I, I, I feel like I'm usually on the receiving end of that where people will, I'll be the person who was completely in the dark about something. And I'm like, what? What, what are you talking about? The one thing I can think of is uh, there, it was around my birthday, maybe like three or four years ago. And it was about a week before and I made a comment about my mom and, and one of my daughters said, well, you'll see her soon. And I was like, I, I did it actually, it didn't really sink in. And then like, I feel like my husband must've given her a look behind me and she goes, you know, like if you FaceTime her or something. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I didn't even think about it until she came in town and surprised me for my birthday. I'm like, oh, you told me and I didn't realize it. <laughs> and she was like, I'm so glad you didn't notice that because I guess Matt was just like, oh, what are you doing trolling her? And she's like, oh, on FaceTime. <laughs> Quick recovery. Yes, exactly. Was that the time when she showed up and you actually have it on video, like you were on your computer or something? I feel like Matt like recorded it. And we all saw it. Your face was pure surprise and joy when she walked into the room. Yeah, I was on the computer and she came in the she came in the office, which, you know, you she'll usually come in and say hello. But she came in and sat on the couch and I was like looking at her and I'm like, what's up? And she's holding her phone, but I thought she was scrolling uh -huh. and stuff. And I go, what's up? She's like, nothing. I'm tired. And she sat there and I hear like a bunch of shuffling in the hallway. And I was like, OK, so I just keep doing my work. And then all of a sudden I was like, I hear my mom like. Hi, my baby. And I look oh. at her, and then I look at Sophie. I realize she's recording. It was so funny. What a great sound. Yeah. Like, what? But it was almost ruined. It yeah. was almost ruined. Good thing I don't pay attention to people around me very often. <laughs>
<laughs> That's the way to go through life. Yeah, I'm just living my own little Seriously. world. Walt was oblivious at dinner, drinking wine, <laughs> eating food. I had no idea. I just, you know, just be oblivious. Life is much better yeah, that way. Yeah, it's really, you don't get hurt as much. Yes. You just, you just you're happy. <laughs> Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right, Target. We all love it, right? Well, some people love it a little too much. How much rampant shoplifting has cost them in profits? You're not going to believe this number. Also, which professions have the worst drivers? Is it is it your profession? We'll tell you coming up. And Oscar Mayer, they're changing the name of the Wienermobile. What's the new name and why are they changing it? It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Target says it expects to suffer as much as a 1.3% billion dollar hit to its bottom line because of theft and organized crime. This is according to the company's first quarter earnings report that was released yesterday. Their profit will be squeezed by 500 million more dollars than what they saw last year when they lost as much as $800 million from inventory shrink. They said while there are many potential sources of inventory shrink, theft and organized retail crime are increasingly important drivers of the issue. They're making significant investments in strategies to prevent this from happening in their stores. They're even working with legislators, law enforcement, and retail partners to advocate, uh, advocate, advocate the public policy solutions to combat theft and organized retail crime. Despite the shoplifting, though, Target recorded a half a percent growth in sales and almost one percent in traffic. Um, I, I don't know if you saw the workers in downtown Target in um, San Francisco. They told their local paper in an interview that they have thefts that happen every 10 minutes. And so they've had to lock up item everyday items like shampoo, deodorant, toothbrushes, makeup, snacks. They're, everything's like locked 
behind plastic cases. And this is at Target? My gosh. And what is the rule at some of these places? If you work at Target, other retail stores, if you do see someone stealing something, shoplifting, are you allowed to take action? Or I know some stores instruct employees not to do anything. Don't get involved because we don't want you to get harmed. Because I did see a video. It was from San Francisco, but I feel like it was a, a Walmart. Maybe it was a Target where a dude just rolls in on a bicycle, just starts taking stuff, literally taking stuff, putting it in his bag. And employees are filming him. No one's taking any action. He just puts the stuff in his bag and just rides out of the store. I saw a story. Uh, one of our radio friends was talking about what happened to him the other day. He was walking inside I think it was a Target or maybe uh, maybe it was a a place that had electronics and you held the door. So maybe it wasn't a Target. But um, anyway, he was walking in and he opened the door and he saw a guy coming out and his hands were just full of stuff. And so he held the door open for him. And the guy says to him, if you touch me, I'll kill you. So he was like, what? I was just holding the door open for him. What the heck? So he goes in and he, the employees saw the whole thing. They were already watching. He goes, he goes, did you hear what he said? And they were like, yeah, he was shoplifting Mm. and they couldn't do anything that the, their boss or whatever told them, do not confront a shoplifter. It just, you got to let him go. And he was like, oh, my gosh, if I wouldn't have known, I wouldn't have kept yeah. the door open for him. <laughs> Don't open the door for the guy. Yeah. Doing the guy a favor. That seems to be the norm. They instruct employees not to take action. They don't want you to get harmed. But the, the criminals, they know this. So now they're just going in and stealing stuff with no repercussions. That's so sad. That is just so sad. I I feel bad for them. Would you, if you're in that situation, you're walking into Best Buy and you're, you're the one opening the door and you see someone running out and someone says, stop, stop that guy. Would you trip him or do something or just back off? I would try to trip him. I, you know, I wouldn't try to get into a fight with them but did you see that pizza guy who was delivering the pizza and the guy this is an escape escape prisoner and uh he's running away and the pizza guy just sticks his leg out he goes (laughs) flying falling and the cops got him i'd do something like that and then i think he turned around and delivered the pizza to the house and the guy everyone good (laughs) we're all good (laughs) also this morning which professions boast the worst drivers an analysis of more than one million accidents found that this profession boasts the worst drivers. What do you think it is? I haven't seen this list, but I, I'm going to guess, is it bartenders because of the late hours that they work, dealing with people, and they leave their establishment, especially working at night, exhausted driving home? That's a very good answer. It is not bartenders. In fact, bartenders are not even in the top five. Um, I'm trying to think if I could give you a hint here. Um, well, Steph, what do you think? The profession with the worst drivers. Uh, I'm thinking teachers. <laughs> teachers. They, uh, teachers. I don't, I think that, you know, they're nice in the classroom, but outside the classroom, they're like, ha, ah, I'm out. <laughs> Get me out of here. Get me out of here. You're very close. Um, it's actually students, which I wouldn't classify as a profession, yeah. but it's number one. They said that students are the most dangerous drivers. That is followed by medical doctors, attorneys, architects, and real estate agents. Oh, man, I've seen some crazy driving real estate agents. If you're one, I I apologize in advance, but you can always tell if they're a real estate agent because their license plate is like, I sell homes or something (laughs) like that. You can always tell. And it was like it was like the letter C, then M, E, C, me, uh, four and then H.M., or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's a real estate agent right there. Oh, that's great. See me for homes. Um, finally, this morning. Oh, by the way, the best drivers are uh, stay-at-home moms and dads, politicians, 
pilots, firemen, and farmers. Those farmers are great drivers. Well, yeah, so you used to drive in the tractors yeah. all day, and they actually get in their car and go out on the road. Like, yeah, I'm going to be nice and safe. <laughs> I'm in my car. They, but they drive so slow because the tractor is so slow. They're just like, <laughs> going around. Did you, that's such a back east thing. That, that'd be like where I grew up. You would get stuck behind a tractor. Like, oh, oh really? my gosh, come on. I got to pass you. Oh, yeah. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever been stuck behind a tractor ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like on, I, they're... I didn't realize they were driving their tractors on the roads, but I guess if you got to get it from one place to another, what, what else are you going to do? Going from one field to another field. In fact, by my house, there was what's known was, uh, they got rid of it back in the day, it was a tractor lane, and it was literally a two-lane two road, but as you go up a hill, it splits open for two lanes for maybe... 30 yards or so and the reason was because if you had a tractor that would give you that 30 yards to pass that tractor with ease it was an actual tractor pass lane that was set up oh wow that's convenient i guess you, you really know you're that from that part of the country when you see the tractor lanes <laughs> specifically for them my time in pennsylvania dutch <laughs> finally this morning believe it or not the oscar meyer wiener mobile has been around for 87 years but that run may be coming to an end they just announced that they are changing the name from the wiener mobile to the Frank Mobile, and no, it's not because of you know people have a word uh, a problem with the word wiener or anything like that. It's actually a marketing thing. The change is meant to promote a new recipe that they're rolling out this summer, and the new formula for their all beef Franks will feature a more balanced flavor profile and iconic beefy taste. Now, Oscar Mayer last changed its recipe in 2017. The packaging is going to be updated as well. But the actual actual Wiener Mobile slash Frank Mobile, that will not be changed other than, you know, some decals on the on the uh, mobile that will announce the name change. The Wiener Mobile is so iconic, so it's hard to believe that this will be a permanent change. But their spokespeople are being kind of coy about it. They're saying they're trying out the name to see if it, quote unquote, Cuts the mustard with its Whoa. fans. Oh, it's so funny. So iconic. It was in Las Vegas. The catalytic converter was stolen off of it. I will never forget that. <laughs> That's probably one of the funniest stories. No offense, but man, they just come here to spread some joy in wieners, and then all of a sudden, their catalytic converter is stolen. <laughs> Welcome to Las Vegas. We've got our 7 a.m. social club, which will start in about four minutes. We'll be live on YouTube and Facebook. Just search Mercedes in the morning, and you can watch us the entire hour during commercials, during songs. We, we chat with the social club, and that starts in four minutes. It is 7 o'clock, and we are live streaming right now on our Facebook and on our YouTube channels. If you want to check it out, join the join the party. The 7 a.m. social is on. You can just look us up, Mercedes in the morning, and we are there having a good time on and off the air. So come join us if you are able to log on. We were just talking about this, uh, this survey of professions that boast the worst drivers, and it was actually an analysis, and they checked out all these accidents, over a million of them, and they found that students are the most dangerous drivers. And that's followed by medical doctors, attorneys, architects, and real estate agents. And then the best drivers are homemakers, politicians, pilots, firemen, and farmers. And something caught my eye just with the firemen thing. Was that every uh, child, and boy or girl, but I especially heard it from young boys when I was that age, like that they were going to be firemen when they grew up. And I, I often think, like, did they become a fireman or did they go into another, another field? Because it's just such a noble job and just so taxing mentally and physically and not everyone can handle that and when you get older and you realize what it entails maybe you're like you know what we're gonna switch to <laughs> insurance instead of, of something like that if you were 
if you were right now your the job that was your childhood dream, what would you be? What would you be now if you had followed your childhood dream of what you wanted to be when you grew up? Oh, where would our lives be right now? If if I pursued what young JC wanted to be, I would be a police officer. A police officer? Yeah, I wanted to be a cop so bad as kids. You know, we'd always pretend we were cops on our bikes. And there was a TV show in the 80s called Chips, California Highway Patrol. And my buddy and I, we would go out there and we would pretend we were the guys in Chips riding our bikes like we're on Highway Patrol uh, of the neighborhood. Anytime we played cops or robbers, I was always the cop. I just I still admire cops, uh, police officers, for what they do. But I just, that was my mind. I envisioned myself working at the police station in town and there was a point where when I was here in Las Vegas going to school and I got a speeding ticket go figure and I actually went to an actual traffic school and our instructor was a former California Highway Patrol uh, bike officer and he was a bike officer for like 30 years and he was telling us stories and there was like that night I'm thinking like wow that I'm so intrigued by that and so even when I was in college the thought was still there in the back of my mind that's uh and and somewhere down the line that changed you're like this is either not for me or you found something else interesting. But yeah, when you're a young child, that's another one of those professions where kids are like, yes, that's what I want to do. I want to save people. I want to help people. And then they realize, I don't know how how dangerous the job is mm-hmm. or maybe that they physically can't cut it and then you just go in a different direction. What would it be? What would you be doing right now? If young Mercedes, you follow that passion, you followed where she wanted to go in life, what would you be doing right now? I would be right now a world famous singer. Yes. I wanted to be a singer so bad when I was a kid. I was obsessed with music. Like I still am. Some habits never die, but I was always listening to music and I was like, I want to be a singer. So I would sing along to the songs. And when you sing along to a song, you sound pretty good, you know, because you have the backing track of that actual artist. But then I realized you actually have to be a good singer to become a professional singer. And I am not. I actually have a terrible singing voice. So that's when I realized that I should probably go into something else. You you really need to have a good voice to be a singer. Did you ever think about pursuing it, like taking singing classes or going down that road? Or was one of the so much you got to 12, 13, 14, you're like, ah, I'm going to go down a different path? Uh, no, I never thought about it. I could, probably could have joined choir or something like that at school. But I just I just thought, you know, it, my opportunity will come at some point. And then when I realized that, it's not going to come because you're not good. <laughs> it's not not good. I just kind of started going in in a different direction but what would your your job be if you followed your childhood dream what would you be right now raul says i always wanted to be a crane operator but as i got older i realized i have a fear of heights so i became a truck driver a crane operator do you what what are the heights involved do you have to get up high to be a crane operator Oh, maybe some of them, yeah, that are on top of buildings or something. Oh, yeah, okay. there's gotcha, different kinds gotcha. of cranes. Yeah. Um, this one says I was convinced that I was going to be a professional chef when I grew up. I would cook for my family all the time. It wasn't until my mom sat me down and told me my cooking was not good. Oh. <laughs> mom told you that? Wow. I am so sorry. I mean, at least she's honest with you, right? Yeah. She doesn't want to waste your time on something that's probably not meant for you. What if mom would have said, listen, you know, we just your cooking's not, we, we need to work on it and, and took you to cooking classes. Where'd your life been if you went down that road? I know. Melissa says I'd be on Broadway or some obscure television actress in the Philippines. Kelly says I'd be a, I would have become a professional cheerleader. 
And then Jan says, I don't think I ever dreamed about what I wanted to be, but playing pretend with Tupperware cooking was foreshadowing on what my passion would be. Tupperware? Is that your passion? I love Tupperware. Yeah. Do you sell Tupperware? Tupperware parties. Isn't that a thing? I I, I don't sell it. Do they still have those Tupperware parties? I, I don't know. My don't mom know. still has Tupperware from the 90s. I'm sure of it. Like Whenever I go to her house... Her whole fridge is leftovers in either old Tupperware or um, butter <laughs> butter bowls or what are those called? The cool Whip little, containers. Yeah, yeah, they're all in uh-huh. there. I'm like, I wonder what's in here. Oh, Brussels sprouts. Nice. Not Cool Whip. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt is Britney Spears returning to the studio. Details in 10 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Spoiler alert, talking about the mass Singer. It was the finale last night. If you do want to know who was revealed, turn down your radio for a second here. Uh, last night, the winner was, it came down to Medusa and McCall. Medusa was the winner. Here's Medusa performing last night on the show. Sometimes I get the feeling she's watching over me. When Medusa was unmasked, it's British singer Bishop Briggs. Nice. She's good. I didn't know that was her name, but I'm definitely familiar with this song. Is it a TikTok song right now? Uh, Not right now. It, It was... Probably like a year ago. It, it, you'll you'll come across it every now and then. And then second place, uh, McCall was on mass. It was David Archuleta who won. Who was second runner up on American Idol back in two thousand and eight. It's a big names this season. Yeah, they get bigger and bigger, which really surprises me. I thought this would be kind of a joke. But it's not. It's a lot of people love it. Yeah, they do. They got, they got, they definitely have their following. So Britney Spears is reportedly working on a new album of duets, reportedly inspired by the success of her single "Hold Me Closer" with Elton John. That's this song right here. Who's saying that the album will include collaborations with artists such as Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, and Sam Smith? If this happens, this will be huge. And this will be Spears' first full album since 2016. It'll be a huge return to the music scene for her if she does. Yeah. I'm ready for some new stuff. She's been gone too long. She has. Now, we were talking in the 7 a.m. Social Club. New music from one of the guys from BTS today. I don't yes. have it, but what's coming out? Um, it's from it's fa- is it Fast Ten or Fast X? <laughs> We're debating that too off the air. <laughs> um, it's a single from Jimin. It's a collaboration. It's um, Kodak Black, Jake, Mooney Long, and I. I'm not sh- familiar with him. Is it NLE Choppa? Uh, that's they're all together for this song, and it's called Angel Part One. That's cool. So that's out today. And also out right now is new music from the Foo Fighters. They've just released a new single. It's called Under You. This is the second single off their forthcoming album, which is called But Here We Are. So here's the latest from Foo Fighters. Talk about meeting celebrities out and about. Was it Dave Grohl that you bumped into at? Was it at Aerosmith? 
Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yes, it was really embarrassing because I asked if I could take a selfie with him and he said, sure. And I took video. <laughs> you see me go, oh, it's on video. That's even better. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. And his face when I do it, he's kind of like, get me away from this chick. We need to repost that on Instagram right now this morning because I remember that. That was awesome. Oh, it's on video. <laughs> it, it, I, I started doing video. It's much better that we have different pictures to choose from. And plus, you have a video of you and the person. It's true, I you guess. Know? I was just really embarrassed. I look like an idiot with my phone. <laughs> like, I don't know how to work this thing. Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid comes out next week. Consequence.com decided to rank every Disney live-action remake. I've got the top five. Let me know if you've seen it, if you liked it. The remakes, not the... Uh... Live-action remake. Okay. Live-action remake. So number five was The Jungle Book. I've seen that one. Oh, oh no, wait. 2016 it came out. I did not see that one. No. Nope. All right. The uh, Beauty and the Beast from 2017. Uh, yes. Emma Watson. She. I thought she did a pretty good job yeah. as Belle. Who was, uh, who was the Beast? Do you remember? I saw that in the theaters. That was good. I don't remember who the Beast was. Christopher Robin in 2018. Nope. Didn't see that one. Cruella in 2021. Yes. I love that backstory, man. It was so good. It was uh, another Emma. What's her name? Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. She did a great job. And then number one, according to Consequence.com, this is the best Disney live action remake. Pete's Dragon from 2016. They did a remake of that? Yeah, live action. Who's in it? I uh, just got the title of the movie. I don't have the cast. Dragon. Not, what year was it? 2016. 2016. Did anyone see that? How was it? Um, yeah, I'm not. I, I got nothing on it. I, I didn't even know they remade that. I, honestly, I don't even remember the first one, but. Yeah, um, I don't know what the first one is either. Oh, apparently Robert Redford was in it. Bryce Dallas Howard. The, wow. News, when did this come out me? on our radar? Yeah, news to me on that one. And then Haley Bailey, here she is doing part of your world. This movie comes out next week. Uh, a little taste of her right here. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. Wandering free, wish I could be part of that world. Okay, serious question. And... I, I'm just asking because I want to make sure I say it right. Is it is it Halle Bailey or is it Haley Bailey? Because oh. I've noticed you you keep saying Haley Bailey. I'm probably then, saying it wrong. Okay. Uh, well, I just want to know, Steph, what is it? Because I don't want to continue to say it wrong if I'm saying it wrong. I think it's Halle because I think she was on another interview with another group of, or radio people that said, oh, like Halle Berry. She goes, yes, but Halle Bailey. Okay, because I will call her Halle Berry sometimes on yeah. accident because oh it yeah. just rolls off the tongue. Um, and I feel so bad, but I just want to make sure we say it right because I have a feeling we're going to be talking a lot about the live action movie coming out. Remember the first, I think it was you who had the first story ever about her being cast for the role, and that's what I was thinking in my mind. I'm like, okay, interesting. Halle Berry is going to yeah. be the little mermaid. Okay, yeah. okay. No, Halle Bailey. <laughs> uh, so we have this coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, Zach Whitecloud is going to be on with us. Vegas Golden Knights, they start up with the Dallas Stars tomorrow night. That game's at 5.30, and we'll talk to Zach at 8.40. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. This was a story we talked about earlier this week. The 13-year-old uh, Michigan boy who is being hailed a hero for his quick thinking after he used a slingshot 
to save his little sister from a suspected kidnapping. He's finally speaking out, the brother, and he's telling everyone what happened. He said he saw a man appear from the woods that were nearby that approached his sister in their backyard, and he held his sister's mouth shut, and it was close. He was hugging her on his chest, and the sister was kicking him, and then he started running after her. So he said he got his slingshot, which is one of those, like, like a, oh, a real one, not like a stick one, you know what I mean? The metal ones. And he said he got a marble and a rock, and then he shot the guy three times in the head and chest. And because of that, they were able to save his sister. It's really, what a nice thing to do for your sibling. That girl better not fight with her brother anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, she she owes him one. And stepping in and saving your sibling and having a slingshot to do it is pretty cool. Have you ever been in a situation, looking back on your childhood, have you ever been in a situation where you where you saved one of your siblings? Or maybe it was the opposite and you kind of put them, uh, you did not save their life, did something that put them in harm's way instead of saving their life. Oh, man. I have a save one but i want to think if i have a not uh, i don't but my brother did the opposite of saving me and i uh, every time i say he gets so mad at an amusement park he punched me right in the stomach (laughs) got the wind knocked out of me almost fell to the ground and a bunch of strangers had to pull him away from me and it was all over a bumper car there was you know how it's a free-for-all when they let you anxiety oh my gosh so you're running around and i got the last bumper car and he was mad because he had to sit in it with me, but he didn't get to steer. Oh, it's the worst. So he, he can't control the bump. No. That's the worst when you run out to get those cars and you realize there's none left. It was so funny. And so I we get out and we're all done. And I I shouldn't have done it. But I go, ha, ha, to him. And he goes, hope. <laughs> right in my stomach. I go, oh. and all these people like pulling him off me. My dad comes up. He's like, what's happening? So he, that's how my sibling did not save my life. Did not. That story never gets old to me, by the way. I envisioning know. it in my mind as well. And your brother was completely in the wrong, but I just envisioned him with just one punch to the gut. And you, oh. He was so angry. I've never seen him that angry before. So that's my story of how I was not saved by a sibling. Do you have a not saved or a saved situation with siblings um let us know 702-364-9400 my favorite is seeing big brothers protecting their little sisters there's just something so heartwarming about that it makes me want to cry sometimes it's like to have that big brother looking up at you looking out for you it's just so beautiful i love it we'll flip it i think on the other side it's uh, something about younger brothers who've got a big sister that just go after them and torture them and that would have been me as a child i mentioned last hour i wanted to be a cop when i was growing up yeah and so my parents they got me handcuffs one year for as a gift or maybe my grandmother got it for me and they were like the real deal they weren't plastic they were metal like real handcuffs and i mean that doesn't scream something's gonna go awry <laughs> exactly your child real handcuffs and so i convinced my sister somehow i ended up handcuffing her to the refrigerator to the refrigerator door so she couldn't go anywhere and my mom was upstairs and my dad was out doing something and i, I left the key just out of arm's reach where she walked and opened the door she could not reach the key and i went upstairs and went about my business and our our, be- our curfew at night was nine o'clock at night my dad got home around nine fifteen to find my sister handcuffed to the fridge and she got in trouble. I thought that was your little brother. Yes. That when ha- you told uh, that story. My little brother was. They left for us. Uh, my parents went out and I was babysitting John. And so I took the handcuffs and I said, John, let's play cops and robbers. You're the robber and you're going to jail. And I handcuffed John to the deck 
and I sat inside and watched the Cowboys game. Oh my gosh, you were a horrible sibling. <laughs> you were so mean to your siblings, so almost as mean as I was to my brother. <laughs> Jenny was mad. She got John liked it. I went, oh John, you're the prisoner. You can't leave. As I go back inside to watch the Cowboys game. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we just got this text that says, "I was teaching my sister how to skateboard one day." And I noticed she was going to fall, and I got there just in time to catch her head before she hit the side of the curb. <gasps> wow. See, you're a nice sibling. Not like us two. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk to Ravi. Hey, good morning, Ravi. Hi, good morning, guys. Hey, did you help save your sibling, or did you not save your sibling? I saved my little sister. Oh, I'm already going to cry. Big brother and little sister, what happened? She was in an arcade playing her favorite racing game, and these guys were messing with her from the back. They were, like, twirling her hair and, and like, trying to, you know, they were messing with her. And I came from behind, and they didn't see me, and I punched one guy in the face. Oh, my gosh. Heck, yeah, you did. Why am I not mad about uh-huh. using violence in that aspect? You got to do what you got to do to save those little sisters. That's amazing. Did they? What did they do after you punched them? Well, uh, security showed up, and... Uh, it was actually more of a beating for them. Oh, dang. <laughs> yep. You were in the right, Robbie. Uh, Thank you. Yep. This text just came in. I put my sister in a hamper and put it upside down and pushed it between the toilet and counter and left for like 30 minutes until I remembered. <laughs> It's like Vincey. Hey, get in the hamper, Sally. Come on, it's be fine. I tell you, hampers, laundry baskets, and um, empty boxes. Those are like the best toys when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Better than any kind of uh, Barbie dream house or uh, <laughs> Matchbox car. Those were the best things. That's all you need. So next hour, Zach White Cloud is calling the show. Actually, about one hour from right now, eight forty. He's going to call the show and talk about the uh, the series of the Dallas Stars, which starts tomorrow night. And up next is the Hot Three. What do you have for us? All right. Um, how much of our salary do we spend on entertainment, on actual fun? We're going to talk about that. Also, one in three adults say they are too tired to do this. What is it? And are you a pank? P-A-N-K. That is becoming the new shift in our society to be a pank. We'll tell you that what that is coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. A new study of Americans reveals that a large majority of us spend our hard-earned money on unavoidable expenses, things like car repairs, loan repayments, rent, rather than using the money for having fun. The average person only takes home uh, $1,718 each month and often needs to use more than half of that to just cover the cost of life's necessities. However, when on vacation, the same study shows that people are more willing to splurge on enjoyable activities. So they studied... Um, the study showed that five times more is what they would spend normally in a typical month while they're on vacation. It only takes six days for the average person to get to, to completely deplete their holiday allowance, which um, is often depleted even faster because of the extra expenses that you find on a holiday. In addition, you've got car rentals, entrance fees, service charges, tourist rates, all those things. But men, they tend to spend the majority of their budget 
on beer while, while women are most likely to splurge on souvenirs and toys while on vacation. Okay. Not just in general. <laughs> not just in Give general. Give my beer. Yeah. Hey, I need the beer and then we'll pay the rent after that. When you travel, do you bring back souvenirs? Do you bring back a lot of uh, souvenirs? Um, I used to, but then I just kept thinking, you know, as much as... I enjoy giving out things. I think this is probably just junk to the average person. Like, you don't really need that plastic Eiffel Tower thing that I got at the airport on the way back. So I just, I don't anymore. I I should, but I don't. Unless I'm at a place that is specific to someone I know that they would absolutely love this. I see something, it's got their name all over it. Then I'll get something. But I don't do like the mass souvenirs for everyone anymore you go out way and we need to buy a trinket for so-and-so trinket for so-and-so trinket 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 yeah it starts to add up after a while too yeah do you get stuff for people I, no i don't and the thing we, what we do buy is stickers so we go to wyoming or even if we, if we're driving to california and uh we stop in joshua tree i always buy a sticker from whatever area we visit and then i stick that sticker on our wall in our garage so you go to our garage on the left hand side there's a bunch of stickers to every like little area we spend some time in over the past couple years that's a good idea we do that with magnets we get a magnet that's says the name of the city that we're in or something like that and then um my husband has to if there's a hard rock in that city he has to go to the hard rock and get a shot glass does he really yes so we have so many hard rock shot glasses it's insane see something like that though, i think is also really cool that's like it's been it's been his thing for maybe for quite some time now and then they have that collection and also makes you go out and kind of explore the city more yeah. China, where's the hard rock in town usually the hard rocks in uh kind of touristy area with a lot of stores and stuff like that also this morning these days a lot of people just don't have any energy in a new poll 35 percent of adults say they are too tired to live a healthy lifestyle and young people are more tired than the older people. 48% of 25 to 34-year-olds say they're just too exhausted, and that's compared to 23% of people 55 and older. 40% of women are too tired versus 29% of men. And uh, 38% of adults say they just lack the motivation to be healthy. Other excuses include lack of time, lack of confidence, high gym fees, uh, food prices. Experts would remind us that more exercise boosts energy. So so do healthy diets and better sleep. So you can have that, but uh, we're just too tired to try. Yeah, it's a struggle, too, of just getting to the gym, too. It's just your, everything you explained, you're just so tired, like, ah. Oh. Skip it today. Next thing you know, a couple days go by. That For me, that's the hardest part is getting there. Once I get there, I'm golden. But it's the, all right, let's get in the car. Let's get going. Let's get over there. Yeah, it's uh, that requires a lot of motivation for a lot mm. of people. Um, finally this morning, are you a pank? A pank is professional and no kids. The pank acronym shows that a big shift is starting to happen in our society. No longer are career-driven women being called, you know, oh, like what's that? What's that word? Spinster? Do you have you heard that before? Yes. I, it's so old. I remember, but my mom used to always say that. Oh, she's a spinster, and that meant that she just worked and had no kids. Um, that's not happening anymore. Instead, we now have a term that celebrates that. Uh, this childless status and acknowledges that women who choose this alternative lifestyle play a major, major role and have a lot of influence in society and purchasing power. So are you a pank? 
professional aunt, no kids. I guess that would make you a punk, huh? Yeah. Professional uncle, no kids? Yeah, I'm a punk, and, and my wife, Laura, she's she's definitely a punk. She's, uh, there's a lot of um, people at the barn, too, younger riders that she's, she mentors and influences, and it's really neat to see the impact she has on them. So she's 100% a punk, and I'm the punk. Well, I, I think that we should shout out all the punks out there. My sister is a punk. Um, her husband is a punk also, and my kids love hanging out with them. They're so good to them. So I think this we should take a moment to recognize all the panks out there that are being good to our kids. Um, shout out panks and punks. <laughs> to the panks and punks, we salute you. Eight o'clock hour, Zach Whiteclad will be on the show at 8.40. Vegas Golden Knights, Dallas Stars. That series starts tomorrow night at 5.30. And Zach is going to join the show next hour. It's Mix 94.1. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Do you want tickets to see Taylor Swift? She is right now in the middle of her Eras tour, and your chance to win tickets to see her in L.A. It's the last stop on the Eras Tour. So all you have to do is check our Odyssey app, download it, listen to Mix 94.1 for your chance to win a trip for four to see the last two shows of her Eras Tour in L.A. You'll see her not once, but twice, August 8th and 9th. This includes a round-trip airfare, a four-night hotel stay, and a guitar signed by Taylor. So holy smokes! Yeah, all you got to do is download the Odyssey app, log into your account, search for Mix ninety four point one, and click play. And every hour you listen will get you an entry. It's really cool. I mean, I wish I was eligible for this. This is amazing. Two, yeah, not just seeing one show is going to be fantastic, but you get the last two in that guitar. That's huge. And the Odyssey app is awesome. It's so easy to use. And that the show, man, when she was here, I have to. I have to say, that was probably one of the best shows I've seen. She was so great, playing for three hours and 20 minutes. And now Beyonce, she's her show, and she's coming to town, too, at the team, or at the uh, Allegiant Stadium. She plays for over three hours also. So I'm wondering if this is becoming the new norm. The, the new norm is the three-hour concert. And how do you feel about that? Are you like, yes, the more music the better. I am so excited. I will stay till the very last song to hear my favorite artist play. Or do you think that is way too long? Because if we're talking like movies, I'm like way too long. Can't stay. Can't watch a movie for three hours. Concert. 
I'm like, bring it. Bring it. I love it. I want more music. You can go that long, and you went that long for and you and with BTS. How long did BTS go? Were they were no, they close to three hours? No, not even close. Uh, two hours. That's maybe, still a good life. Maybe I think it might have been just under two hours, but uh, yeah, they weren't that long. I th- that's the first three hour concert I've ever gone to and stayed the entire time. I I had only been to one three hour concert before that. It might have been four hours. I don't know. I left. And it was Bruce Springsteen. And I was like, I can't. I can't. I, I don't know these songs. Um, my, my husband made me go with him. And he was changing the arrangements. So oh, so Born in the USA wasn't Born in the USA? It It was like a, a ballad. It oh, was like, come I on, was Bruce. Born in the USA. I'm like, what? So I, I, we left. I I finally complained enough. And my husband's like, fine, let's go. I was like, okay, good. I, I leave early for everything. I, and so if it's a three-hour concert, I'm going to stay at Taylor Swift. If I'm there, I'm going to get my fill. And I'm going to leave when I feel ready to leave. I just don't have the uh, attention span. In my mind, Like I, I, I got to do something else. Or I want to get home and get to bed. And so whether it be even sporting events, if it's a close sporting event, I'll probably stay to the end. But I, I just leave stuff early. Movie, two-hour movie, I'm out. I get my fill of the movie. Two hours? I mean, that's a norm for a movie. Just I know. two? hours i leave all movies early that was so i was so surprised that i watched when air um the new uh, story about michael jordan and nike it's now on amazon prime i watched that whole thing start to finish and i was stunned that i sat there the entire time and watched it because normally i get bored with something and just and just leave but it's so but funny did you know that movie was shorter than two hours this so thing, you didn't do anything <laughs> spectacular when i finished i'm like wow i said the whole thing laura's like i think it was like 90 minutes I'm like oh but it's so funny you mentioned bruce springsteen because back in the 80s bruce and michael jackson and the jackson five were on tour at the same time and my family went to go see michael jackson and the jackson five and i was so excited to go see it and we stayed to the very end because we were kids and my neighbor gordon and his brother went to go see bruce springsteen and they stayed to the end and i remember he was saying how much the boss was better than michael jackson and he goes the boss performed for three hours on stage and didn't stop at all and my mind as a kid i'm going three hours that seems like a long time to be performing on stage i think if you are really passionate about the artist it's nothing if you're just kind of meh on it maybe maybe it's too long let's talk to jamie hey jamie what do you think about the the new trend of the three-hour concert I love it because we pay a lot of money anyway, but I went to Taylor Hawkins, the Foo Fighter tribute in L.A., six hours, and I could have I could have stayed longer. It was the best show I've ever been to. Wow. I had no idea it was that long. Six hours, and, and you, you could have gone another couple of hours after that, huh? Yeah, except for the lady next to me filming the whole thing, blocking my view. But yeah, absolutely. Seriously, Uh, I get it. You want to film the concert? Can you not put it over your head? Can you just put it in front of your face? That way you're only blocking you and not everyone else around you. So rude. I know. Thank you so much for the call, Jamie. Um, Steph, what do you think about the three-hour concert? I think... I'm honestly a little worried because, as you know, I'm so excited for this Beyonce concert coming to Las Vegas in August. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to last three hours. I think it's my stamina thing and I get tired easily. So I'm still on the fence. I think I still need to go to the show, go through it. I just don't I'm I'm worried that I'm not going to last all the way to the end. I, I think that if you know all the songs and you're singing along, you might not even notice it. That's how we were with Taylor. Someone just texted us and says, 
BTS was actually three hours, but felt fast. Was it really? <laughs> <laughs> you stayed to the end, like right? It was just under two hours. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I stayed to the, the end four times when I went and saw them. Taylor Swift, though, last song. Thank you, Las Vegas. Good night. House lights come up, and you're like, all right, let's get out. Or do you stay seated for a little bit longer and let the crowd make its way out of the stadium? I yeah, I let them kind of move, and I like to stay and digest what I just saw, and just like, wow, what. What a show. Um, but, wow, that's funny that they were that fast. <laughs> I had an hour that long. You saw each time they were <laughs> Prince, uh, Prince used to play three hour, three plus hours, someone said. And then another Prince one says, Prince at the MGM um, Grand Arena came on at 8.30 p.m. And he played with the opener Graham, Graham Central Station and stayed on and didn't end until 1.15 a.m. Oh, my gosh, Prince. Okay, that's a little long for me. <laughs> Just a little bit. So this hour, lots going on, including Zach White Cloud is calling the show at 8.40. Vegas Golden Knights, Dallas Stars, they start up tomorrow night. We'll talk to Zach at 8.40. Tickets for you to Las Vegas Aces, their home opening weekend. We've got your tickets at 8.25. And coming up next, it's Judge Your Friends. We are going to give three scenarios, one for each of us. And you have to decide whether or not we have done these things before. Some of them are pretty basic. Others are super embarrassing, and it's all random. Judge Your Friends is coming up next. Smith 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. In about five minutes, Las Vegas Aces, the ladies, they start their season this weekend on the road. Their home opener is Memorial Day weekend. We've got your tickets coming up here in about five minutes. It is time to judge your friends, us being your friends. You can judge us. We want to know what you really think of us. It is an actual game that we play here on Mix 94.1, and we give you this scenario. I'm trying to show it because we're live streaming right now. Um, you, We give you this scenario, and then you tell us if you think we have done it. It's as easy as that. And making its second appearance on Judge Your Friends... The brand new official gavel that yes, we have. That's I love an that. actual gavel. It's not my cheap plastic one. Thank you again to listener Jan who provided this to us. It's pretty awesome. All right. Who's going first this week? JC. JC is going first this week. I love JC's cards whenever he gets them. <laughs> this just, is eye-opening for everyone on the show, by the way. It is. It is. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, we we know both of these. I'll say this. I'll do this one um, instead because I don't know if you guys know it on me. Let me get another one. Um, okay, here we go. JC, um, would you please please rise? JC, you are being accused of puking and rallying. <laughs> are you guilty or not guilty? Puke and rally. <laughs> well, can you define rallying for those that don't of us that don't know? Okay, it's, I guess it's like you you get sick and then you maybe rinse out your mouth with some water and you continue drinking or you continue okay. partying. Okay, puked and rallied. Okay, uh, JC ha, ha, has JC puked and rallied before. Steph, you get to go first. JC's college days. I know you used to party a lot here in Vegas. You just moved, you were here for UNLV, and I see. <laughs> you know, he, he pre-fades too hard. He, he's with this group of buddies. And he says, oh, no, man. 
I got I got I got to puke real quick. I could see JC puking really quick and saying, "All right, I'm ready to go. Let's keep going." And I can see that and I'm going to say, "JC, you are guilty for that." <laughs> guilty. Guilty. Uh, JC has puked and rallied uh, according to Steph. Okay. Um, I'm going to go the other direction. I do not think you have puked and rallied because I just from the stories I've heard about you really drinking, you just kind of pass out and go to sleep. <laughs> so if you were to if you were oh, to get God. sick, I see you just getting going to sleep wherever it may be—a couch, your bed, um, I don't know, near a trash can on the grass. I don't know. I don't. I don't see you rallying you after that. You think he's a puker I and think a done? He's a one and done. Like he pukes, he's done for the night. I'm out, guys. So I'm going to say not guilty on oh. that one. Okay. Uh, will the defendant please rise? Yes, JC, yes, yes, yes. You are being accused of having puked and rallied before. Oh my gosh! Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Uh, I am guilty of puking ah! and rallying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. I knew it. Oh, wow. I knew it. 90, I was in the 90s when I was I was a pledge. And when you're a pledge at Sigma Chi, part of being a pledge, you have to take a road trip to another college. We went to CSU, up in your neck of the woods, Mercedes. Fort Collins, Colorado. Yes, exactly. We were up there, and I was up there with the brothers of Sigma Chi up there. We were in some park. We were drinking beer all afternoon. I got sick. I vomited. And the guys were like, you're not done. We got a party tonight. And I rallied. I rallied strong. And I went to the house party that night. Oh, well, is that rallying? It was that night. You had time to recover. It was all like in a day process. Okay, it was, yeah, it yeah, was we'll all like one big long party. I remember like puking, like I and my buddy, my my buddy Darren, like you got this man. I'm like yeah, I got this. I'm good. Oh, got it all out, and I was strong that night. It Only doesn't time. matter. He's guilty. Yes, he's guilty. <laughs> you were right on that, Steph. Okay, you're up next, Steph. I'm grabbing your card here, and JC let's the see. Ooh. Only once, though. By the way, well, only once. Only okay. once. I don't know if you did this, but if if not, I can draw another card. Okay. Um, Will the defendant please rise? Steph, you are being accused of having played Pokemon Go after the year 2017. (laughs) Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Do I need to draw another card or is this a feasible kind of... Because you did play it, right? I did play it, yes. Let's just end there so no more. Um, Okay, so then we can can work with this. Um, You are being accused of playing Pokemon Go after the year... 2017. Um, I remember when Pokemon Go got huge. It, I was in Europe and I would check my social media. We were in um, we were in Hungary, I believe, and I would check my social media, and everyone's talking about Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go. I didn't know you at that point, but I I'm pretty sure you had played it. You, because I feel like you mentioned it somewhere that you had to. What's the point? Like you have to catch, catch certain guys, yep. uh, Bulbasaur's and stuff like that. I, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I feel like maybe every now and then you open it up to try to catch a Pokemon. I feel like 
you're not like a diehard, but I think since 2017, you know, maybe you're at a park and you're like, oh, let me check. Let me see if I can catch a Pokemon here or something really quick. So I'm going to say guilty. I think you guilty. are guilty of okay. that. Yeah. After 2017. JC? I had to look it up. Pokemon Go came out in 2016 is when it came out. And now we were on our phones, right? It was like the augmented reality, right? We looked, yeah. I remember even when it came out, even I downloaded it for a quick second to play. Uh, where were you living in 2016, Steph? I was in San Diego. Hmm. And you, if, if Steph, I'm just thinking mathematically, if, if it came out in July of 2016 and Steph was into the game and doing Pokemon Go with her friends, and maybe she got out of it by the end of the year or something, I could definitely see her circling back at some point within a year and playing Pokemon Go. So 100% guilty. Guilty. You went after the Pokemon after 2017. Okay. Okay. Now it is time to find out if you are guilty or not guilty. Please rise. The defendant is being accused of playing Pokemon Go after the year 2017. When are, are you? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, when I when that thing came out, obsessed, I would go to Coronado Island to get it. I remember when I first caught Pikachu at Santee Park. I just remember vividly how obsessed I was with that game. But after that, 2016... It was done. You're I, done. Not guilty. Not guilty. Yes. Oh not once. Gosh. Not once. I remember after it died down, I never opened the app really much after that, after the, the hype was over. That was a one and done for you. It was. Oh, I loved Pokemon Go. Those That summer was a memorable moment. Everyone grabbing together. Like, everyone was so separated. And then now we this app brought us all together. It was awesome. I remember the big song right then was the um, the Drake song. The Kiki. Do, do you, you love me? me? I just, I vividly remember hearing that yes. song nonstop and everyone doing that dance. And then people playing Pokemon Go. That's what I got from 2016. Oh, yeah, it. the dance. I remember, yeah, yeah, doing a dance. Um, okay, my turn. Let's go. For, oh, wait. No, I put a card aside. This was your original card, JC. I'm going to okay. just take this one. Um, okay. Well, the defendant, please rise. You are being accused of totaling a car. I skipped it on you because we know that you did that. I did. Um, but I am being accused of totaling a car. Am I guilty or am I not guilty? JC, you go first. Totaling a car. I feel like you, you've definitely caused car damage in the past, but officially totaling a car with insurance says that car is total. Maybe you got some kind of fender bender. Or I think you did get a fender bender or something with your car, and, but it was still operable. To total a car is pretty intense. The insurance to write that thing off. And I, I think we would have heard about it. Don't you think, Steph, you would have heard I, about yeah. her totaling a car? Or when I got in my accident, her saying, oh, don't worry about it. I once totaled my old such and such car. Right. Huh. Or maybe it was like a friend's car. We didn't hear about it. I'm going to say not guilty. You have, you have not totaled a car, Mercedes. Not guilty. Not guilty. Wrecked the car, maybe. A total the car? No way. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. We've got one not guilty. Steph, I am being accused of totaling a car. Do you think I'm guilty or not guilty? This is tough because I don't think, like, let's say when JC totaled his car, he she would turn it around on herself and tell about her story. So I don't see her her mentioning it then. Also, I don't think that you're also time you, you can be private. You like to keep your your stuff that you're not very proud of. 
private. So maybe there was a time she might have totaled her car and she just hasn't talked about it. But then there's also that part of me like, we're in radio. We share our entire <laughs> lives. So I don't think I've ever heard you say it or maybe even mention it, even off the air. So I'm going to stick with not guilty. JC, I'm with you on that one. Not, not guilty. guilty. Never totaled a car. Okay. Well, the defendant, please rise. You're guilty or you're being accused of totaling a car. Are you guilty or not guilty? I'm embarrassed to say I've been in a couple of accidents before. But one, I rear-ended someone. The other, they rear-ended me. I have never totaled a car. No, uh, luckily, uh, hope I, I, that never happens. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm very happy to say that has never happened to me. I, uh, yeah, that's not something that I, I will share it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, there you go. Judgment time is over. Whew. Now it's time to win. Yeah, we want caller 20. That's 702-364-9400. Your caller 20. First off, you're playing heads up. And secondly, you're playing for a really cool prize. We have a pair of tickets for the Las Vegas Aces. Their home opener against the Minnesota Lynx. It's happening next weekend. Their season starts this weekend away. But these are for tickets for next weekend at the Michelob Ultra Arena. You'll also be entered to win the grand prize, which are two center straights tickets. Those are upgraded seats for you. So caller 20 right now. You get to play heads up. You pick your category. You pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to be there. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, Regina, you're caller 20. You're playing heads up. better if you win we have these tickets to check out the las vegas aces in their home opener pick a category there's two left do you want to go with hummus or mirror pick hummus hummus it is hummus day is today so happy hummus day everyone (laughs) these are different dips and sauces okay okay dips and sauces who do you want to pick i'm an appetizer girl oh good you might do really well on this um who do you want to pick as your partner uh, we'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Regina, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct when you go see the Aces, and you start now. This is a type of dressing that has moldy chunks of... Uh, Blue cheese? Yes. This is when you take an avocado and smash it up with tomatoes. Guacamole? Yep. This is when you take um, a tomato and smash it up and put, like, cilantro and... and uh, uh, salsa? Yes. This is when you take pine nuts and and um, herbs. Pesto? Yes. Whoa. This is when you... you you, um, oh gosh, okay, so pinto, black, um, bean dip, garbanzo, bean, yeah, it's yeah, it just says bean. Okay, um, this is something that you would put on bread. Um, I can't believe it's not, um, butter, yes, yeah. yes, wow, <laughs> wow, you are good. Like those first four, we just like bed through. I think that took five seconds for that. And then you got the other. I'm others. telling you, I go I, I am an appetizer person. I, I, I that's my thing. So. I think we should be friends because I, I am the biggest fan. Oh, good. I hope they have appetizers.
appetizers there for you to enjoy when you go to the <laughs> game. You're all set, Regina. Yeah, you're all set. This is Las Vegas Aces, Minnesota Lynx, uh, Sunday, May 28th, Michelob Ultra Arena. So you're all set with your tickets, but you're also qualified for the grand prize, which is upgraded seats. That drawing will play, take place tomorrow morning. We also have more of these tickets for you tomorrow morning. Now, next hour, 940, tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. And then coming up here in just about five minutes, Zach Whitecloud's calling the show. Yes, number two on the show. Game one of the Western Conference Finals against the Dallas Stars tomorrow, 530, T-Mobile Arena. We're going to talk to Zach. There's a lot that's been going on in in his world. So we're going to catch up with him in just about four minutes. That's Miley Cyrus, and this is Mix 94.1. Right now, joining us on the phone, he is your number two on the Vegas Golden Knights. Game one of the Western Conference Final against Dallas starts tomorrow at the T-Mobile Arena, and we're so excited to have Zach Whitecloud on the show. Hey, Zach. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it very much. So great to talk to you again. And, wow, you guys are doing great this year. So excited that you are in the third round here. How How is the, the team feeling, and how are you personally feeling right now? Yeah, we're, we're feeling good. We're, uh, we're obviously, I think, anxious to, to get going here. But um, I think anytime you get a chance to, to get a little bit of a rest in between uh, your series, it, it always, uh, you know, benefits in a good way. So, um, right now we're just practicing, uh, taking a little bit of time to, um, you know, get that rest and, and, uh, and get ready to go. The game is going to be so big tomorrow night against Dallas stars. Is there more weight going into this game when you're facing your former coach? Uh, obviously I think that's, uh, you know, obviously that's a storyline and, um, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, we're focused on, you know, Oh, me. Uh, and what we got to do to uh, uh, obviously get the job done moving forward throughout the series. Okay, I, I got to know, what color jerseys are you guys tom- wearing tomorrow? Do you know? And do you have a favorite jersey to play in? Um, I, well, that's a good question, actually. I think everyone wears their uh, their home jerseys that have, they've worn throughout the year. Um, so I think that's the gold. Um as far as my favorite jersey, I really like the um, our, our third alternate jerseys there, the the black ones. Those I was a big cool. fan of those ones. Do you are you a fan of the C three PO helmets, the gold ones? <laughs> uh, I, I I I personally I don't mind them. Um, I know uh, there's a little bit of uh, controversy <laughs> on them, but I I think they look sweet. It's uh, you know they're shiny and flashy, which is what uh, obviously Vegas is and. I think uh, lots of the fans like them when when we wear them, and um, you know if uh, you know we can make the fans happy that way. That's that's something we're uh, we're happy to do. When you guys were playing Edmonton, and they were they kept showing it during the game, you guys got locked out of your your locker room before the game. Uh, do those kind of shenanigans happen a lot with other teams? And we, we, be honest, have you ever done anything to an opposing team when they were here in town? No, that uh, that was just an unfortunate accident. That. Uh, I think that room has – you need a, a key to, to swipe to get in the card for security purposes. So, um, no, I mean, every every team's pretty respectful in terms of, um, obviously, the away team's dressing room and all those sorts of things. 
Um, and obviously that one, I think it was just an accident, but I think, uh, most teams are obviously pretty honest in, in terms of, um, having teams in their building and, and, uh, you know, keeping the rooms, um, normal i guess you could say well i have no issue if you tell me where the dallas stars where the players are staying going to the hotel and pulling a fire alarm at two o'clock in the morning i've got no shame in doing that for you <laughs> he would never <laughs> suggest that zach um you you got into a bit of a brawl with uh costa from the edmonton series what what happened in that when you get into a fight is it the words or the actions that get you the most upset uh I, I'm, I'm personally not much of a talker out there. I, I uh, try to let uh, my play kind of do most of the um, do most of the work, I guess you could say. Um, but obviously, as you as you go throughout a series, you you grow to you know hate certain guys, guys that you're typically playing against a lot. Um, and obviously, uh, we've been playing against uh, that line quite a bit, and. Uh, he just he obviously things kind of boiled over, and and obviously that wasn't a a good game on our part, and I think frustration just kind of ended up uh, going in that direction. But that's part of playoff hockey, right? That's what makes uh, I, I personally believe that's what makes our sport fun in this time of year the um, the most fun. And um, you know, obviously when things go in that direction, we'd um, prefer not to be losing in that scenario. But um, obviously, you know, when things get to that point, you're trying to. Um, stand up your teammates or, or send a message or to stay in the fight and, and uh, you know, do all those sorts of things, right? Yeah, but speaking of players you don't like, is Kane as big of a jerk as he appears to us watching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he's obviously certainly good at, at what he does, right? And, um, you know, he uh, he drags the attention um uh, quite a bit to himself, which he obviously is is pretty good at, right? So, um, no, you got to try and do your best to, to stay away from the scrums and and uh, you know when he's chirping and those sorts of things, and um, try and stick to your game and play play your game, right? And and don't give into those sorts of things. But um, you know, obviously, there's guys in the league that uh, utilize that skill set, and and it is a skill set, right? A lot of guys are good at it, and can uh, use those skills to take guys away from their game and um, get them focused on, you know, obviously not scoring goals and, and focused on him more or less. You go back a couple months ago, and uh, Alec Martinez was on the show with us. Um, an awesome guy. He's Mercedes' cousin. If you didn't know that, they're related to each other. <laughs> and uh, Mercedes asked him a great question, and, and she asked him if he has it, it, any other teammates have, have a nickname. And I don't know if you heard. He said that you do have a nickname. Did this get back to you? Did you hear the nickname that Alec has for you? Did you hear about this? Oh, I probably heard it about five minutes after he said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, to refresh everyone's memory, here here is what, what he said. We call him alligator arms sometimes when the bill comes around. <laughs> <laughs> he does a day. I love it. Alligator arms, Zach. What is what is he talking about? Yeah, there is uh you know, obviously Marty's um <laughs> there, there's a lot of backstory to that and and uh obviously the you know what he called me obviously explains itself pretty good but, <laughs> uh, i i'm known to be a pretty uh a frugal guy that that kind of uh um <laughs> manages finances obviously but um you know marty's been one of those guys that when he first got here he's he's helped me a lot and um you know when he was coming into the league and, and 
guys were looking after him, you know, obviously. And he, he tells me now too, right? He, he never used to pay for anything. And, and, uh, you know, obviously older guys look after the younger guys and, um, you know, make sure they're taken care of and those sorts of things. And, and Marty's done that same thing with obviously the younger guys on this team. And, um, you know, you try, you try and pay for things, right. And, and that sort of stuff. But he's one of those guys that, um, likes to take care of, you know, obviously his teammates and all sorts of things. So, um, <laughs> when he pays for the bill, he makes sure that I know that he paid. For it. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, and I, I try to return the favor, uh, um, you know, when I can. So, uh, but he's, uh, He's a guy that where if you don't pay the bill and he does, he's going to make sure you uh, you go home knowing it. So <laughs> Never forget that. I, I know yeah. we're going to have to let you go here in a second, Zach, but I just wanted to tell you, the way you handled the situation with the announcer's comment on your last name, you handled that with such grace and class. Um, and you had mentioned that you reached out to him first. What made you do that? Uh, quite honestly, the, the reason I did it is, is because it's, it's, it was a situation where John just made, made a, made a mistake, right? It was an attempt at, um, some humor on the air that obviously was, was taken insensitively by, I think a lot of people. And, um, it's, uh, you, you try to, you, you, you try to put yourself in John's shoes and how he's feeling in that time. Right. And, and obviously, yes, he made a mistake. And, um, you know, the, I just wanted to reach out to him and, and ask how he was doing because, um, it's easy to look at John and, and blame him and, and, um, you know, speak bad things on what he said, but it's, it's, it's even tougher to reach out to him and, and ask how he's feeling and how he's doing right. And make sure he's doing okay, because there are, it's not just the side of, you know, everyone affected. It's, it obviously affects John too. Right. And and you want to make sure he's doing okay. And, and, and I'm more so, I just wanted to let him know that I, I know that he made a mistake and, and that I just wanted to give him a chance to, you know, say his apology in person and, and just speak to him. And um, obviously that conversation I thought went well and I could tell John was just sincere and um, you know, you try to do your best to learn and, and move forward. Right. You not only are you a fantastic hockey player, but you are an amazing human being. I just think that was so classy First of class. you. Yeah, Zach. We can't well, wait. We can't wait to watch you guys tomorrow. Good luck to you. Do you have any superstitions going into this to the games? Uh, no, I don't. I uh, I just do my normal stuff throughout the day and then just go play hockey. Oh. I heard calling Mercedes in the morning before a big playoff game is always good luck. By the way. <laughs> So, hey, I'll take it anytime. <laughs> You're the best, Zach. Thank you so much. Good luck tomorrow. We will be watching and rooting for all of you. And uh, thanks for taking the time to give us a call. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. I, I, uh, I do appreciate it a lot. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye, Zach. Oh, that's awesome. What a cool guy. First I just, class. I really... Yeah, he's a great hockey player, but he's an even better human being. Cool guy. And just for the record, we Zach and I go to the same restaurant, and I spoke to the wait staff after that interview, and they said Zach is a fantastic tipper. Oh, that's he good. Takes he's care. not alligator he, No, he takes care of the people that uh, anytime he visits a restaurant establishment, he's taking care of the people that he sees. Uh, next family reunion, I'm going to talk to Alec Martinez <laughs> about that and see why he said that, because it's just not true. <laughs> I love, did you hear about it? I heard about it five minutes after he said it. <laughs> uh, uh, Hot three's up next. What do you have for? 
course. Okay, coming up, we are going to talk about um, Uber and how they want to make it easier for teens to get rides. Also, half of Americans say this is their soulmate. And it's wedding season, and Google is telling us some of the top wedding questions. Wait until you hear this one that guys are asking. It's pretty funny. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Uber is making it easier for teenagers to book rides alone. The company announced a lot of different updates at an event yesterday, and many have families in mind. The key new options from Uber include the ability to reserve a ride with a car seat, you know, if you're Traveling with a young child that needs one. It's a part of Uber's partnership with the car seat company, Nuna, and they plan to expand the feature to more cities in the future. You can also call for a ride without using the Uber app. They've introduced a phone number that people can call to book rides without the app. They say that'll help those who struggle with navigating smartphones or apps. And so that number is in the U.S., it's one eight three three use uber So you can request a ride in English or Spanish. So that is happening. And then starting on May 22nd, teens between 13 and 17 will be able to request their own rides and deliveries. Consenting parents and guardians will be able to fully manage their teen's account through a family profile in the Uber app, and it allows multiple accounts to be linked to one payment method, and parents will be able to monitor their teen's trips and deliveries in real time. Uber says only highly rated and experienced drivers will be able to to give rides to teens. I think that's that's great news, and what a big help for parents, too. You're in a jam, can't pick up your kids somewhere or need them somewhere. I think that's fantastic. And then also they're well-screened, well-qualified drivers. You, you can do that, too, with anyone. You can share your ride, because anytime my wife gets into an Uber, I always get a little alert on my phone through my Uber app saying, you know, Laura has started her ride. She wants you to follow along. And you literally just track her in real time where she is on her trip. Yeah, I, I do that with uh, my daughter all the time. I just, I, I hope my, my kid doesn't find out about this Uber option with summer break. Break about to start because uh, it's kind of oh man. I'm gonna go to downtown Summerlin. Yeah, let's no, go to a fashion please. show. Over, uh... Let's just promise not to tell our kids that right now, okay? Are we all in agreement? Brooklyn, you went to eight places today. Yeah, I got out of the house for a little oh, bit. Oh no. Um, also, this morning, over half of Americans agree that their soulmate is their pet. That's according to a recent poll. Pet owners revealed that 53% believe their pet knows them better than anyone else in their life, including their best friends, their family members, even their significant others. 45% of people tell their deepest secrets to their pets. (laughs) (laughs) Lucy, I killed a person. (laughs) No. <laughs> it's okay. We all make mistakes. Seventy-two percent swear their pet can tell exactly what they're feeling at any point, and one in four people claim that their pet can even mirror their emotions most or all of the time. Oh, yeah, Jax is like that too. I don't tell him. I tell. I do tell him I love him verbally. Tell him that I love him. Um, I've never told him any of my secrets. But for like, if I uh, in my bedroom and bang my chin on the side of the bed and I drop down in pain and go ah, oh, he'll come running over and like start to hug you, lick you, make sure it's everything. You're, you're okay and give you hugs. It's it's crazy how they can uh, sense anytime you're in pain. How do you bang your chin on your chin? Oh. Chin, oh. chin. <laughs> I was like, ow, my chin. 
on the, on the bed. What are you doing? <laughs> Crawling around down there. <laughs> I dropped something. I bent my chin. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, uh, Google Trends just posted a bunch of stats on what we've been Googling for wedding season. And the number one question is interesting because you might not know there's an actual answer to this. The top trending proposal question in the past month is... What knee do you propose on? It's the type of thing women might know, but guys would have to Google. So what is the answer? Well, traditionally, you are supposed to be on your left knee when you propose. It's not totally clear why, but maybe because you're better set up to present the ring to her left hand. And yes, it goes on the left hand in case you're wondering about that, too. You're also supposed to hold the box with your left hand and open it with your right. Now... If you don't get this exactly correct, you're not going to be rejected. Most likely they won't even notice, but that's technically etiquette says that's the way you're supposed to do it. That's anytime someone, a buddy or friend that's proposing, that's the thing I tell them, practice getting down on one knee. That's something I think a lot of people overlook that step. Like, okay, I know I'm going to say this. I want to do it here. But go through the process of getting down on one knee and the whole thing. So I remember doing it with Laura. I'm like, well, I'm a little wobbly. When do I start talking? How do I hold the ring? And I wish I would have rehearsed that so it wasn't as uh, as awkward when I proposed. Yeah, but I think that that gives you fond memories of the whole thing, just with the awkwardness. And you can look back on it and kind of laugh. So I think it's sweet. It doesn't have to go perfectly as long as it happens. Um, the top wedding dress color we're obsessed with this year is green, oddly enough. 49 of the 50 states are Googling bachelorette party more than bachelor party wyoming is the only outlier on that and um the top trending wedding gift we're googling is dutch oven what what are you doing on your wedding (laughs) you know a dutch oven i have i have a couple of them what's a dutch oven it's like a crock pot Kind oh, of it thing. is. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Like the the term of. It's also a prank that you should probably wait to deploy until after you're married. <laughs> Do it on the honeymoon. <laughs> we got a Dutch oven. All we did. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to married life. Nine o'clock hour. Tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. That's happening at nine forty. Mercedes in the morning. If you're just joining us, we had Zach Whitecloud on the show last hour. He was awesome. Sounds like he's ready for that game tomorrow night. Yeah, he sounds hyped for it. I'm really excited. Dallas Stars coming to town. Old coach Pete DeBoer going to be here. And and like he said, that's that's a great storyline, but we're more focused on getting the job done. So, yeah, if you missed that, you can download our podcast and check out the interview. I really screwed up, like, big time. I think I might need to go buy something today to replace something that I damaged. Would you damage? I I wouldn't even say damaged. I ruined. I ruined. So I know you, you kind of uh, check out records and you like to go to Zia Records and see what they have. And I may have to pay a visit to that place. I've never been there. And I may have to go now because last week... Um, Matt, my husband has a bunch of old records that actually were given to him from someone who had this collection and they were moving and they wanted to get rid of them. And he's like, I'll take them. So now we're trying to organize our stuff. And he realized, you know, I should give these to someone who really likes records because we don't even have a record player. I I know they're worth a lot of money, but I'm just going to give them to them. So he set it up for him to give these records to a friend of ours and the thing was i was gonna meet her and give them to her 
because she works not far from the television station that we work at. So the plan was after the show, we were going to meet at a place and I was going to just put them in her car. So I get the records and uh, I put them in the trunk and where they'll be nice and safe and go do my thing. And I remember that it's warm in Las Vegas. It's really warm. So I was getting something out of my trunk. I hadn't delivered them to her yet. Like we, I was on the way and I was getting something out of there and I kind of moved them to the front. And then I realized there were, they were bent. Like a couple of them were bent and I look and one just literally bent in half. They melted. Oh my, my gosh. Car. They melted. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, what? <laughs> idiot they're they're gonna they're gonna melt so i had to text her like hey i'm so sorry i can't meet you because they melted in my car she's like you left them in the car i'm like uh yeah i really screwed up so then i had to tell matt what happened and he was all mad at me because they should have gone to someone who would have appreciated them and you ruined them and it was a whole thing and I was like well if I put them in the freezer will they, will they unmelt them sort of flatten them out with an iron yeah. and he said it didn't, it didn't work that way but I really really messed that up uh, plus you have a black car too so whatever oh, the heat yeah. is outside, it's going to amplify it. Everyone that drives a black car, I have a black car too. It just, it's extra hot inside that thing. Oh my gosh. I know. Have you ever just screwed up beyond recognition? It was just so bad that there was nothing you could do. You could apologize as much as you want, but it really doesn't make the situation any better. My mom and I were talking about this recently. This was more, I was a kid, so I think the, the pressure was definitely more on my mom to have to explain the screw up to our neighbor. And we had a school play. And we all had to dress up like Davy Crockett for some reason. And my neighbor, uh, Mr. Ribney, had a raccoon skin style hat, you know, with the raccoon tail hanging off the back like mm -hmm. Davy Crockett wears. And so my mom asked them if I could borrow it for the play. And they're like, well, you know, his dad who passed away, that was his. He actually killed the raccoon. It's it's the real deal. It means the world to him. But they're like, sure, absolutely. JC can borrow it for a play. How fun. So I had that the hat and I did the play. And I, I don't, it was Tony Melson that did it, but I have no, I don't know why he did it. Trying to be funny, I thought nothing of it, but Tony took a pair of scissors <gasps> after the play and cut the tail off. No. Snip. Tail comes off. And I'm like, ha ha, I really thought nothing of it. And so my mom comes to the classroom to pick me up, and she's like, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you got the hat? I'm like, yeah. And I handed her in two pieces, and as she tells the story, she just about died. She's like, oh my gosh. What happened? Oh. I'm like, Tony cut off the tail. Ha 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 Thought nothing. So she had to call my neighbors that night or the next day and say, hey. There's a situation. Someone cut the tail off your raccoon skin style hat. Did did you say if that was like a collector's item or something? It was his. Uh, Mr. Ribney was my neighbor. It was his dad's who gave it to him, oh, and his dad had passed away. No. It was a whole thing, and he had shot the raccoon and put it. It was a whole. It was a whole. It was a family heirloom. This raccoon skin style hat, and so she had to call and apologize. And they were not that mad, but I think they were upset of the whole thing. There was no way to like. Sew it back on. They, she said they took it to a taxidermy to get it repaired, and so I'm, I'm sure they did fix it, but imagine that, though. You lend this precious hat of yours to your neighbor's kid, and he comes back, and a tail has been cut off. And he doesn't even care, doesn't even think it's a big deal, <laughs> hey! doesn't even apologize. Oh, I don't feel bad about the records anymore. <laughs> That's awful. I wonder what kind of play I was doing that. I dressed up like Davy Crockett, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you borrow anything. I don't want it to come back in multiple pieces. Hey, record girl. <laughs> you watch yourself over there. It's Mix 94.1.
Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Johnny Depp is trending this morning. The actor made an appearance at the Cannes Film Festival in France yesterday, and he opened up about life after his defamation trial against his ex-wife, Amber Heard. A lot of people boycotted his future projects um, after the end of the trial just to stand against domestic abuse. And he was asked if that boycott affected him. He gave some crazy quote that's hard to translate but i think what he was trying to say was yes he did feel that boycott but now he says he doesn't have that feeling anymore because he doesn't care about hollywood he says i don't feel boycotted by hollywood because i don't think about hollywood and i don't have much further need for hollywood myself so a lot of people were also talking about uh his look when he appeared on the red carpet uh, what was the headline you say people are concerned for his teeth yeah rotting teeth rotting yeah page teeth. 6 johnny depp's rotting teeth yeah so there you go if you want to check out a picture of johnny depp's rotting teeth uh, they do look like they're rotting they're in a bad way really i think so yeah he just got then someone after we talked about it earlier someone made a comment saying they saw that johnny depp was going to be on the new beetlejuice and they don't know if that's true or not, but maybe he's getting ready to get in character to be Beetlejuice because Beetlejuice did not have good teeth. Yeah, that could be that could be a possibility. He's getting into character. That is true. He's not going to be Beetlejuice because Michael Keaton has oh, already Keaton's coming, back, coming okay. back. Yeah, but maybe he's Beetlejuice's brother or something like that. <laughs> Tommy knows? Juice. Yeah. Um, also trending this morning is Google. That old Gmail account that you haven't used in years. Yeah, you may want to log in. Google announced this week that they're going to start deleting accounts that are older than two years and have not been logged into. They say that neglected accounts are more likely to use old or repeated passwords, and they're less likely to have two-step authentication enabled to do security checks on the account. That makes people vulnerable to identity theft, harassment, malicious content. It would delete data from not only across your Gmail, but your Google Drive, your Docs, your Google Photos, your Google Calendar, and YouTube. So keep that in mind. And then finally this morning, this sounds good, Kick cat is trending they're bringing back the taste of one of the most popular food stops when visiting an amusement park or a fair and that is the churro cart kit kat churro is coming it's offering up the crunch of the kit kat but with the buttery churro flavored cream and sugar mix they're currently showing up on shelves nationwide just in time for national churro day which is on june 6th and that is what's trending ed sheeran those tickets for you in just about 12 minutes there's a rumor that Britney Spears might be going back into the studio to do a duets album. That'll be interesting if she does that. Yes, it will. Indeed. This is 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Lori, your caller 20. Woo-hoo. Just dancing with my eyes closed. Congratulations. You're going to see Ed Sheeran, Lori. He is coming to town at Legion Stadium on September 9th, and you're in for free. Lori, thank you for listening. Hold on one second. We'll get you all the details for the show. And we've got these tickets again tomorrow morning, 940. And Heather, she's got a pair for you coming up this afternoon in the in the 5 o'clock hour. It's 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for today on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, download our podcast today. Just uh, listen on the Odyssey app. You can download it there. You can download it on our website or wherever you get your podcast. And thank you again to Zach Whitecloud from the Vegas Golden Knights for joining the show. That is a must-hear interview if you missed it. Like I said, download the podcast. J-Love is headed up next. And right now, it's time for the line. 
line of the day. Yeah, Zach was awesome this morning. We actually asked Zach if he heard about the nickname that Alec Martinez told us that he has for him. Did this get back to you? Oh, I probably heard it about five minutes after he said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, to refresh everyone's memory, here here is what, what he said. We call him alligator arms sometimes when the bill comes around. <laughs> he doesn't pay. I love it. You know, you try and pay for things right and, and that sort of stuff, but he's one of those guys that likes to take care of, you know, obviously his teammates and all sorts of things. So <laughs> when he pays for the bill, he makes sure that I know that he paid. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the cutest. I just love their relationship with each other, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're just great guys. They're like best friends and everything, yeah. which is awesome. So that'll do it for show number 1842 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 